The Table is Yours podcast contains content that may not be suitable for some audiences, such as themes of violence, swearing, sexual language, alcohol, and death. We advise you to check the episode description for any other specific content warnings. Please, if any sequences or episodes are ever triggering or uncomfortable in any way, we ask you to take a pause from the episode or skip it entirely. It is important that our table is a safe space for everyone, including you. The Table is Yours podcast is a role-playing adventure show where a bunch of friends around a table, and through video call, play tabletop role-playing games like Dungeons & Dragons. Together, we hope to bring the joy and fun of our game to you, wherever you are, as if you're a part of our table. For when you're sitting, creating, and playing with us, the table is yours. Hello, and welcome to The Table is Yours, a role-playing adventure show where a bunch of friends uh, sit around a table and through video call to play Dungeons and & Dragons and other TTRPGs. Me, I'm Tom Riley. I'm your GM. My pronouns are they, them. Uh, you can follow me everywhere at Cryles on social media. I don't know if I said that last time. Uh, hi, my name is Lexi May. I use she, her pronouns. I play one, the human artificer, who also uses she, her pronouns. You can find me at uh, Lexi May Help You on Be Real or Lexi May Hunter on Instagram. Hi, I'm Andrew. I play Wash, pronouns, he, him. Uh, meet me in the streets, not in the sheets. Hi, my name is Sydney. Um, I play Codex Sayori, sorcerer, fighter, wild magic rune knight. Um, I am here. Uh, don't find me anywhere else. Hi, I'm Rebecca. I play Isabella Ballador, tiefling, paladin, bard. Um, we use she, her pronouns. So, I'm Vic. I play Terence Astonis, the real rat. <laughs> My pronouns are they, them. Terence's are he, they. Hey everybody, I'm Heather Lore. I play Shay Erebos. You can find me, I also forgot to say this last time, uh, you can find me on any social media really, at Land of Lore. And of course you can follow us anywhere at TTIYDND, which is also TTIYDND's favorite uh, word, TTIYDND. Yes. Everywhere, follow us please. Uh, support us on Patreon. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your enemies. Um, anyone who might enjoy it. Um, follow us on the Instagrams, the Twitters, YouTube, where you get your podcasts. Amazon Prime, because we're going to get a contract, baby. We better. Mm. Um, but with that, and with no more word word words to be worded, let us go into the recap of what happened last time on The Table is Yours. What story shall be sung today? One can never know how the melody might sound. Our adventurers have already begun to pluck the strings of their story and their combined composition is unfolding like a road before us. Codex consoled one on the huge choice she had before her of choosing what to wish for before parting for the evening. Rosh then found Codex and explained how he kissed her and had feelings for her. Codex reciprocated the feelings, mostly, but said maybe they should take it a step at a time after the Balthazar situation was handled. After, Codex quickly chatted with Terence about dating advice. Up in the bar, Issa, Fiara, Casimir, and I drank and tried to relieve ourselves from the tension due to discussion with everyone prior. When we asked them what they were planning to do if we had to fight Balthazar, Fiara and Casimir explained that they had procured a famed religious text called the Tome of Berengar, which was closely related to the Eventide religion and the Fair Father. They explained that in the tome there was an 
incantation to decimate undead with the power of radiance, but Fiara told us that they had experimented with changing some of the text of the rite to have an undead bound instead of decimated. She said they planned to use this to gnaw Balthazar after he had been weakened in a fight. If that weren't to work, they would of course do what they must to stop Balthazar, even if that meant him or them dying to do so. After that, we split off with myself and then Issa and Casimir going shopping. I went back to the Dark Turn to pick up my shadow gauntlets and met a man named Harrison, who was from the Ninth and New One, or Connie, as he called her, when I mentioned her. This seemed to upset him, hearing about her, and he told me to give her a message that it was all her fault. Issa went shopping with Casimir, where the two spoke about the upcoming fight, and Issa's feelings on Casimir and Fiara seemingly having a death wish going into the fight. Casimir explained that it was not a death wish, just that both he and his sister knew that their brother had to be stopped, so they would have to do whatever they could to ensure that. One found Fiara at our dining table and asked if they could speak about the wish she could make with the Lady of Wants Diamond. One said she wanted to wish back her brother, explaining her plight with Fiara as she did with Codex. Fiara responded, saying she did not think it was a good idea, for if the root of the problem that got Ezra killed was still around, how could one guarantee that Ezra would not be killed again? Fiara explained that was the same reason that neither she nor her brothers would wish back Ponte, since until the problem that had destroyed their home was eradicated, there would be no point. The next day, the Nematis prepped with us to go to the summit campus, with Codex explaining that she had already reached out to Balthazar and could potentially speak with him first to stop him from enacting his plan. With that, Codex led the way to the university. So, Codex, you lead everyone <laughs> southbound uh, towards the Summit University. Um, any RPing that would like to be done on this travel, yay or nay? Shay is not going to deliver her message yet. <laughs> Smart. Probably yeah. not a great yeah. time. Right when Balazs like, I will kill you all. It's all, all your fault. <laughs> <laughs> I met Harrison and uh, he said it was all your fault. I don't know what that means. Anyway. <laughs> Terrence is walking next to no agency. and like trying to be like in, in a friendly way. I don't know. He just A, really wants to be your friend and B, now thinks he has leverage to be your friend. <laughs> What every friend says. He is a normal uh, understanding of what friendships are. Right. Terrence has a question. Uh, Say it out loud, Coward. I'm saying it currently. Coward. Oh, wait. One is like looking very stressed. Uh, Codex, are you going to send us like a signal to say like when we should come in? Or just send us a message or somebody? No, I was just kind of banking on you guys assessing the situation and making a decision. Bold. Could you just send us a message, maybe, instead? Could you just... Like, well, if you know. need, like, a distress if you need it. But he knows well, we're he'll... here, so I don't... Yeah, but I feel like if I cast a spell in front of him, he'll just be like, what if I just kill you now? Like, you know, like, I think you guys can just figure out when to step in. How about we give you a time frame? Sure. I, I'm I'm fine with whatever. I just don't know if I'm gonna be like, you know, able to shoot a message off and be like, come in now, he's stabbing me. <laughs> <laughs> oh guys, I'm dead. <laughs> Give me I don't know five five, ten minutes? Like I don't I don't know. I don't know how much he's gonna wanna give. If it seems like we're just circling nothing, then As long as we have you in view, we should be able to assess it and decide. 
Correct. I just didn't know if you'd be taken to a secondary location or something. Right. Well, if he keeps it out in the open, we can at least stay nearby in the shadows. Yeah. I mean, uh, worst comes to worst, I'll send a message. It'll... We'll figure it out. Okay. Excellent. I just wanted to check. Any other um, discrepancies we should clarify before we go into this? Okay. No. <laughs> Good to know. All righty. So, Codex. Uh, it looks as though... So, the day that you guys are coming into the, the, like, the university... It does seem like a bit more dispersed, not because it's like a ghost town, but just like it looks like it's a weekend. Maybe like that people aren't really like traveling around a lot. Um, are you guys going to advise anybody to leave? Oh yeah, because it's still like a like a school day basically. Yeah. I mean, I will say since it's only been about two months, people are still wary because of the whole situation. Like they know Verano's been taken care of, uh, but I think people are still wary, right? Um, uh, Summit is where Raya goes, right? Correct. Can can we just like is there anybody i recognize from the college that's like around because like I, I go here not as a student but like i hang out here probably not anybody like you directly recognize when you're walking around no i mean there's my mentor and friend yeah yolana <laughs> yeah yolana i mean honestly i could go see her before we even get to like the big opening just to be like Hey. Yeah, there, there is like there is like probably like you know like where she, her like office is that is before like the plaza that is in front of the graduation hall because like yeah. right in front of the graduation hall is also like kind of like the um, it's not a quad but it's like basically like like a, a plaza quad mm-hmm. so there's definitely like oh, I hundred percent go see her yeah all right uh, do you guys all follow yeah we might as well I mean no do I know if Dogma has classes today no it's a weekend oh, okay you also uh, told them to leave. I don't know if that's, that's, that's true. I don't know if he's here, though, because he's a fucking idiot sometimes. Shocking. <laughs> he could be in the library. Who knows? Uh, if there's a chance, she'd probably go check. <laughs> okay. Who's splitting to go check with, with Codex in the library? Who's splitting with Shay to... I'm going to stay with Codex. Okay. Uh, I'll do that as well. Okay. I'll go with Shay. Yeah. Thanks, team. Fiara go? Fiara's going to go with Shay. Okay, I'll follow. Because it probably makes more sense if you're talking to an upper. Fiara probably say, like, not that you would, doesn't matter, of course it does, but if I can provide backup of like, yeah, this is serious. Absolutely. I think she'd actually love getting to see you. All right, so one, Shay and Terrence and Fiora, one way, Casimir, Wash, Issa, and uh, Codex the other way. Love it. Codex, just roll an investigation check for me and hold on to the roll I'll get to you in a second. You guys go in to see Professor Thayaris, or as you know her, you wanna. Um, so yeah, you guys walk into her, her office and she's probably just like, looks like she's probably like just like just getting in for the day because it's the weekend so she doesn't have to come in early mm-hmm. she's like i'm just coming uh, hello dear friend oh shay and you see that uh for everybody except fiara you see that familiar uh blonde um elf with kind of rounder glasses and just like kind of nice robes uh, what are you doing here i there's a lot we should catch up on but i heard a lot of things have happened yes and i would love to catch you up on another day okay but i do think right now you might want to go home and tell anyone else who might be in this general vicinity to go as well. Why? What's, and probably, as she's saying that, is when Fiora probably comes in last. Uh, uh, and she, like, bows to, to, to Fiora. Lady Demata, um, what's going what's going on? Lots of details. And I can catch you up over some tea on another day. But trust me, when I say you don't want to be here, and this is not going to be a safe place for a while. I'll let the dean know. Thank you. 
Thank you. Um, she kind of like comes up to you really close and like kind of clasps your hands um, as you feel like her slips something into your hands. Be safe. Uh, lovely to meet you and the others. As she kind of like wanders out. Till next time. Till next time. Tea. <laughs> and she walks out. If you look, you see what looks like a small little vial of a red potion. You're assuming it must be some type of like health potion. Codex, what'd you get? I got a 14. I'm looking for Dogma, Rhea, or Reluth. So you don't see Rhea, uh, Dogma, or Reluth. However, you do see Professor Fasilor. He's probably just like attending to some books and probably like writing down notes and then putting them back into their shelves, maybe doing some studying. On... She is going to like hustle over there. Um, Professor Fasilor, hey, um, do you, is, uh, is every, is Rhea or anyone on campus right now? Codex Mala, what are you doing here? What's going on? And to, uh... Uh, I'm just doing my job, checking in, adventuring stuff. Yeah, Dogma told me a bit about it. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry. What did you say? You talk very fast. Uh, no, it's okay. Um, uh, is is are, is Rhea or Ruluther Dogma? Are they on campus? No, last I heard, they were going down to um, the fourth precinct to visit. Don't actually don't don't tell me where they are. Um, as long as they're not here, you should go home. Um, and you should send as many students and teachers and whatever you can home as soon as possible. Why? What's happening? Uh, a lot of bad shit might go down, and we're gonna try and stop it. And she, like, looks back at the rest of the group. We're gonna try and stop it, but I don't know if that's possible, so just get out of the area. Should I inform the Volgard? Uh, no. I think we got it. Roll a persuasion check. Professor <laughs> please. You know me! <laughs> He's a narc and I hate him! <laughs> I have my own. It's a nat 20 for a 28. Are you safe? Yes. Okay. I can't. I, I, wait, I have my adventuring party. This is only like some of them. Um, and yes, the Faded Fates. And... I heard a bit about you from what happened in Dogma, of course. Well, I can't guarantee that the law enforcement will not come if something is to happen, but I will heed your advice and do as you say. Yeah. Um, I'm. If it is helpful at all in just keeping people out, we, this is like... It's really important, um, and uh, we're. She kind of like looks over at Issa, like technically this is kind of official business. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we're just doing what our patron told us to do. So I'm. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm Issa. I walk over. I reach out my hand. He shakes it, confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm not really the leader, but uh, yeah. We we. <laughs> have an assignment from our patron um and we're here to do it and it would be best if people left campus because it's going to be very dangerous he starts to he starts to like nod his head as you're going on um like very confused and like right uh before the you all you see he has this bracelet on his left hand that starts to like kind of like arcanically like make it like not a huge alarm but just like this little alarm uh as there seems to be like arcanic script that kind of comes out where well, it looks like someone's already informed all the students. This is a campus-wide um, emergency to leave. Yeah, so that kind of appears as he starts to shuffle out and you do see like through the windows of the, the library looking outside, you see as it looks like students are gathering or like walking from the way you came outside. Uh, wait, uh, Professor Fassler? And she like kind of runs over and she's like, um, can you just give this to Rhea and she like gives him a really tight hug and then uh she lets go and she's like and tell her uh, and Verluth and and Dogma you know tell him I I believe in them and 
we got this. And then she's gonna like turn, like hustle back to the group. Be careful, Codex Mona. I always am. <laughs> All right. After like probably like thirty minutes of getting people out, you guys probably re regroup before, like right before the plaza. Codex. Actually, everybody, roll perception. All right, we're going to go, go this way and around. Shay. 19. Terrence. 1. Issa. Well, technically... It's... My passive's higher, but 14. Noted. Codex. I'm scared because I'm rolling really well right now. I got an 18. Wash. I got that one. Stop <laughs> looking at Codex. Um, <laughs> 1. 10. <laughs> 10. Okay, well then when you guys all walk in, you walk into this large plaza. It has a very large fountain right near its entrance of this, like right before the graduation hall. And you all remember this is like kind of where you came in for the first time. This is where the graduation, the graduation hall is on the other side of this plaza. There's a large fountain uh, that has like little tiny fountains on it. It's a circular that has little tiny fountains that are on either side of it. Um, probably four like tinier ones is, that corners the circular fountain, if that makes sense. Benches here or there, line about, about, as well as bins used for trash disposal. On the closer side to the, uh, the graduation hall itself, there is a large statue that beneath it uh, is a dial. So it's supposed to be like the statue is the, um, I don't know the right word for it, but it's supposed to be the marker for, for a sundial. Mm. And it looks like a, a, a taller man and a young child next to him, almost very similar to Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse. Um, but it's an older man and a, and a younger child. For people who would know, these are the Barts. This is Theobald Bart and his grandson, Baron Garbart. Both people who are very like religious, fair father, eventide church people of note. As we're heading to this place, should is this like where logically I would be like, I'm gonna go on ahead? Probably, but before you go fully through, uh, what you yes. do see is Balthazar standing at the top of the, the, like on top of the roof of the graduation hall. And next to him is a white blood beast. Another, I think the head of the, this, this creature is right at hand height for him if his hands are down. And he is like staring you down codex like he sees all all of you probably codex and shay you notice beneath the shade of larger trees that are in like because there's buildings that lead up to this on the rooftops but beneath the shade of trees that go above these smaller buildings that aren't the graduation hall you do see uh, in total seven vampires vampire spawns you see bryson celia and cranar no valentine you don't know where valentine is and then the four string quartet and vampires before, but just four run-of-the-mill other ones. You see them kind of nestled on either side around under under uh, shade. This would be like the point where I would be like, okay, I'm going to go by myself. She's going to give you a hug before you go. She she kind of like, she gives you like the, the like side hug back. And she's like, I got this. Um, <laughs> and then she kind of like, straightens her shoulders and uh doesn't even look back at anyone she just starts kind of like walking and she's gonna walk straight towards balthazar and not look at the other vampires at all gotcha two daggers appear in shay's hands (laughs) so um some shadows kind of build like smoky out of shay's tattoos and through the gauntlets and then all of a sudden a dagger appears in each of her hands from the smoke I was just going to start chain smoking. <laughs> That's where the smoke yeah. comes from. Yeah. <laughs> like, thanks for the knife. Yeah. Ooh, perfect. Terrence coughs obnoxiously. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's horrible for your body as he's drinking the snow. <laughs> His literal poison. Yeah. As Codex is walking, um, I'm going to point. I'm just going to kind of like nod in the general direction of where all the vampires are in the shadows. Exactly. In the general direction. <laughs> 
um, just to kind of help everyone clock where they are. Mm. Yeah, once once Shay does that, like you'll you'll notice them. I think the watch just hasn't noticed them at all and is just like burning eyes in the back of Kovitz. Gotcha. Yeah. Also, by this point, when you guys walked forward enough, I think I should have said this before, but the Demarch has probably hung back. She'll take her relative time. She's not in any rush to get over there, but it's <laughs> it's probably a pretty confident walk from what you've seen of, of her heading into any kind of combat. Um, and she, she doesn't have any weapons out, but she just just kind of walk, and eventually she'll stop relatively close to the building that he's at and just kind of like look up at him. Balthazar kind of just stands there, just kind of like looks down, and then you kind of watch as like in a cloud of mist, he kind of right in front of you. She just takes like a deep breath and kind of like squares her shoulders a little bit. So, are we open to talk? That's what I'm here for. Good, because I'd like to enact this plan now, so it'd be helpful if I had people on my side. She kind of like turns and like takes and like looks at probably Celia and like shoots a glare at her. She probably has like, like this like s like sick smile on her face as so she's like looking down at you and kind of like just probably like cocking her head to side to side every so often in an almost like playfully disturbing way. She kind of like as she looks back at Balthazar she kind of like rolls her eyes um <laughs> and she's like I see you didn't bring all of your servants. One did not have a uh did not see the potential we had, so we have parted ways. You watch him kind of, like, rub his wrist that seems to have, like, a little bit of a bruise on it. What is the potential of this? What's the end goal? Is it power? Is it control? What is this going to bring you? Revenge. Revenge for what? The fall of your city? The death of your parents? You could say those two things, yes. But is that really... Is that really it? You could, I could say it, but I want to hear you say it. The fall of Zabrari as we know it. And is that how you fix things? Because that's what you said when we were back in the manor, that you're going to fix things. What best way to clean up dust than sweep it up and throw it away? And what comes after that? Are you going to be king of the dustbin? I guess if I have to. I've kind of come to a point, Codex, where I'm resigned in being... Resigned in my state. I'll get my anger out, I'll get my vengeance out, and then if someone wants to stop me... And kind of opens up both hands, then they can stop me. At least that way I know anything that is as vile as the city will be taken care of. That is fixing. If I've learned anything in my 300 years of, if you call this living, this place is past saving. So you're... You had 300 years to stew on all of this, and your best plan is to just burn it down and start over. I never said start over. What do you gain from all of this, then? If you're you're just going to get your anger out, you're going to have your tantrum, and then you'll be left with nothing? You have the power of a wish in your hands, and your goal is to just get angry, get revenge, and then have nothing left. There will be something. Those who will see as I see, maybe we can make better. What, you're seven little vampire friends here. <laughs> they don't seem like the best company, Balthazar. She's so fancy, I love it. What is your plan, Codex? I don't have a plan. I never said I was good. I just said I was right. And it's your choice to be both of those things. True. You're, act you're acting like you don't have any control over 
being angry. I'm angry. People back there are angry. And she points to like the party like super far away. Everybody has something to be angry about. And I get it. There's not an equivalence here. Your family suffered. And that fucking sucks. But you're choosing all of this. And when you're like, I don't choose to be evil. I'm, I, well, I'm making these choices. I don't feel anything about it. Is that true? You don't feel anything? Codex, when you look around at all of this, and I don't mean this physical event that's happening currently, I mean all of this. How does it make you feel? You're from a place, <laughs> a very sorry place. I know where you're from. You're from the, the poor parts of the fourth. Don't you get angry of how horrible it is? Don't you get upset? Don't you wish things could be changed? Well, believe me when I say 300 years and I found out nothing can be changed. Well, without drastic measures. This city is rotted. These sectors. The dust already waiting to crumble. I'm just speeding up the process. Ending long, ending long-term suffering, if I can. I'm sorry. I just, I don't see the same thing that you do. I see there, there is corruption in the city, and I see it every day. But. <laughs> you think it's just the city? Wow. Never before did I think you were that small-minded, Codex. I'm talking about Zabrari as a whole. But I know, and he probably like pokes your head. Oh, you people of the bird can never see past your walls of stone. That's all you care about. Zabrari is past saving. To me. That's where I stand. If you want to be the savior of Zabraria, good luck to you. I give you one last choice. Join to raise it all and f build something better? Or choose to save it and fail? What would my role in your plan be? If you so wish, you can be a, uh... <laughs> he chuckles a bit. You can be a bystander and watch everything just happen. It's not like the people of the Berg haven't done that before. That's not really my style. So you're choosing to save it, then? You're not giving me much of another choice. I suppose I'm not. Would you rather save it? Or try to? Or fix it? I just can't see it being fixed the way that you're trying to fix it. And I can't see it being saved. So I guess one of us will have to prove the other wrong. I guess so. Kraina. And you watch as he like, uh, kind of like smokes back up. It's always a red smoke, a red mist, um, as he like goes back to the top of the roof next to Cypress, his blood beast. You watch as Cranar kind of just like quickly like looks down at you with this kind of like sickly smile as well. And he just like snaps his fingers and says, Hello, enemy. As 
all these rats appear around you. Oh. Roll initiative. Yeah. <laughs> this rats. Uh, you guys are in total, the, all of you are about 170 feet from Codex. You'll get here eventually. <laughs> You'll get here eventually, I believe. 25 to 20. Uh, 32. I got a 19. 20 to 15, so 19 for Shay. Yep. 18. 15 to 10? 11. Uh, is everybody in? Nope. Oh, 10 to 5? 7. <laughs> I'm like, yay, advantage of my so initiative Well? <laughs> you watch as three rats pop around you, Codex, so not a lot. Codex, I'll give you a reaction if you so wish. Um, everyone else is a little too far. Um, yep. As uh, Balthazar goes back up there, you watch as from Cyprus, the blood, the blood beast. You watch her like long tail kind of wrap out, and you see this. The chalice appears as he grabs the chalice and starts to encant something, um, and you see it start to glow as he begins his wish. I'd like to cover the sun with blood. He wishes that, and then you watch as from the chalice. There's like a, this red explosion. It doesn't like, it's more of like just like an effect, but you kind of see like a whoosh, as it goes all the way out from your vision, all the way to the sides of your vision and out. As you look up and you see the sun starts to melt, almost like a dolly painting, you watch as the sun starts to melt and it looks like it drips. And when it drips, you see at a point in the sky, dots start to appear. As it looks like the sun's bleeding. When it hits the top, it looks, they turn into these red dots that then start to like, roll down and cover like a dome all of you assume all of zebraria and when that happens it'll make everything everywhere uh all at once, all at once. everything in the area around you becomes dark because you can still kind of see it but it has no light that comes through like if you look up you'll see the light over the thing but it's it it's doesn't like the shape of the sun yes as opposed to like, but it but doesn't no it doesn't it doesn't make light that permeates through this dome yeah i'll say it's this red tint over everywhere as you feel the rumble you start to hear this like echo of noise as fur further back you can see approaching this area specifically but probably also from the noise it's kind of like reverberating everywhere you assume this is happening at all places not just conglomerating here the noise of groans of the undead and if you all that are not codex look back you will see i will give you this you do see their eyes light in in the dark as you see what looks like an army of undead approaching. Great. And you're assuming it's probably that. everywhere too. Um, <laughs> everywhere, everywhere, all at once. Yes. Quick, let's yes. run to a cabin. All right. Uh, oh, I also need to roll initiative. I forgot I play this game. All right. That's uh, a lot of people in this fight that I've rolled for. So, yeah. yeah. Woo! All right. Codex. So, you have three rats flanking you. Um, Balazar is up on the rooftop. He has Bryson by him. Cranor is flanking you on one of the other roofs. And then a little bit behind you flanking you are two vampires and then two vampires with Celia. Is this my reaction round or is this my turn? I'll give you a reaction to when Balthazar was... Being dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> for, for my reaction, can I cast a cantrip that is not a reaction spell? It's an action spell? Yeah, it's fine. Is this just like... Okay. Um, I'm going to cast Fireball at the nearest tree to set it on fire. Roll to hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, 21 today. Yeah, that'll hit. It does damage. At flammable objects hit ignite if not being worn or carried, so. Gotcha. All right. Uh, that tree is now on fire, so that is going to uh, put probably, I'd say... Mm, decent amount of light. Yeah, oh. a decent amount of light oh, in that area. Torches. Yeah. 
and hopefully causing shadows. Yeah, baby. <laughs> All right. So, Codex, uh, around you, there is you are within the dim light because that the the tree is, has a large area, um, but you are in the dim light area that shows you two vampires, Bryson, Balthazar, and Cypress, as well as the three rats, of course, that are flanking you. And then top of the round. Oh, shit. All right, great. Um, She takes in the fact that she's surrounded and she can't see that well. And she's like, oh, shit. And just, like, whips her hand out to the side and, like, like a... Probably, like, some kind of, like, a falcon made of, like, pink fire just flies at the tree. And as it lands, it just kind of explodes into fire and, like, wraps the whole tree in pink fire that then twists into, like, natural burning colors um all right top of the round she after after she kind of like casts that and uh sets the tree on fire just so she can see a little bit she like takes in the fact that she's very alone here um she's going to pull out her parry dagger and her short sword and kind of just like flip them so they're comfortable in her hands look at the rats and then take the disengage action and run away yeah uh, sure where are you running to <laughs> she's uh actually before i even do take the disengage action i i'm a liar i'm going to rabbit hop the fuck out of there um because i don't provoke opportunity attacks so i'm going to jump 15 feet away from the rats towards the homies you're still in the dim light but close to the edge yeah she probably just like spring like springboard does a backflip over the rats and then lands and then just takes the dash action to go back towards wherever the friends were before everything got very dark. Gotcha. Um, so I'll have 60 feet of of go. Gotcha. So you are in... Con- now you're back in that, that dark, dark, red, dark, everything around you. Yeah. You're just running back the direction. You can't necessarily see your friends yet. That's fine. I just want to get as far towards them as I can. Alrighty. Uh, Wash. I'm just gonna dash action towards where Codex was. Alrighty. I am going to use a bonus action to dash. Um, My daggers are going to dissipate as I start the run, and then out of shadow again, or out of smoke again, a bow appears in left hand. She pulls it back and aims towards our... Did any of the vampires move? Nope. They're also there. Okay, I'm going to just target uh, Celia. Celia? Yeah. And it is... Ha <laughs> ha 25. Uh, to be a disadvantage. Aha. Chance even better. 25. Oh, <laughs> Would it be a double disadvantage because out of range? Because what's your range? Uh, 80 feet. Minimum to 320. Max. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, she, she's 100 feet away. What's a mod 20 then? At double mod disadvantage. 20. Okay. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. Six. Yeah, smart. Um, that is six damage. Six damage yeah. uh, already. So you kind of like quick run up behind Wash and then uh, knock your bow or knock your arrow to then try to hit Celia, which is a little hard because like with all the red, it's just like kind of clouding your eye. But mm-hmm. you breathe and steady and then you let loose um, as like Celia doesn't even really notice before when she turns when it comes and it like probably like graces across her shoulder and she kind of, oh, so affecting. Um, you'll hear uh, Fiara say, we're going to head for the sundial. Get there. And you see as they both kind of like Almost like in this like flowing way, they like dash in front of most of you. Um, they go a hundred feet when they dash. Nice. Um, Holy shit! Their blood beast is and tower follow behind, but they're not exactly as fast as the other two. Goddamn, goddamn. Mhm. Codex, Fiara, and Kaz will make it exactly to you. As Fiara and Kaz both like almost like it's like they make the Naruto pose and they just go like they glide past. Um, probably Cower and Israel are gonna go right next to you guys. 
um, Wash and Shay, because you yeah. guys are five feet from each other. You're a little bit behind him, and he's because he was a little bit forward looking yeah. at Codex. Um, so you guys are literally flanking each other at five feet. Um, they will also both flank you just to have protection. Great. But Codex, as you're running at a point, Fiara will grab you by the shoulders and be like, just keep running back at with the others. And then she's kind of kind of push you behind her as her and Kaz continue going. Issa. Yeah, I'll just take the dash action, meet up with Wash and Shay. All right. Uh, yeah, you will be right between uh, Shay and Israe, and right in front of you is Wash. It is Balthazar's turn. Mm-hmm. Balthazar is going to, like, as you, like, kind of blow up the tree and then run, Balthazar is just going to, like, look over at the tree, and you watch as he immediately <laughs> snuffs it out. Fucker. With gusto. What a bitch. <laughs> Plenty more fire where that came from. Boy, it's a cantrip. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, and he's just gonna stand at top atop the roof. That's his turn. One. Alrighty then. Uh, first thing I'm going to do as my bonus action, I'm going to activate my radiant weapon, which is my bayonet on my uh, rifle. Gotcha. So, like the first thing you see, one takes her rifle and kind of like stomps it on the ground um, as the bayonet just starts to emanate this like almost holy light. It looks like to us. So she goes like, Does it have a light? It does. How far? Thirty feet. Of bright light, 30 oh. feet of regular light. Fuck that's yeah. Okay, is that an action bonus action? Or is that's that a bonus action. It's actually right? washes the bayonet. Uh, I get to do that four times a day. Gotcha. Um, okay. uh, and then the second thing I do, do I see if you are on them, like, kind of pass by? They would pass by before the light was snuffed out. So you saw them go, but then it got dark again, which is probably why you, you were prompted to... Because <laughs> uh, you see the light You see the light all 200 feet away, mm-hmm. and then it, like you just watch the bouncer goes, <laughs> and just snuffs it out. Already. Saving some of the tree, actually, because he's an environmentalist. <laughs> right. Bitch. Right. I'm an right. officer apologist. No. What a good guy. What a good guy. Yeah, so she gets the light back up, takes a deep breath, and says, I wish for all of Zavaria to feel all the joy the light can bring, or the sun can bring. You're doing it now. Yep. Okay. Oh, I was gonna add, that was one of the things I was thinking, like, before this first If she starts to wish, I'll let you interrupt her. Like, are you, like, would you say you're, like, holding out your hand to, like, yeah, the ring? Yeah, I'm like... Terrence, if he's standing next to you, he's gonna, like, grab your hand and be like, Give it a second. Let's do some damage first. I trust you. <laughs> I don't know if you oh. forget what Fiora said, if you do now, she, he'll run. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, I like it, but I like it that, like, you're, like, overwhelmed yeah, by like, everything that happens, and I'm like... No, no, no. She got like you can like for the first time like you can see kind of like probably into her mask. I cannot. It is so dark. <laughs> oh no, you lit up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Probably because of the light. This is like the first time you can kind of see into her, and she is like looking at you with like the most like I trust you so much in this moment. Oh. <laughs> um, Let's kick ass. Yeah. So Taryn stops you. Codex at that point too. Like the, the light behind you goes out. Fiara is like holding your shoulders to be like you're gonna be fine and pushing you pushing you behind her, and then you kind of see as this kind of like. Ding! As light kind of appears, you see it appearing from one in the distance, and the dim light does shine a light on your friends. You see Wash, Issa, um, Shay, as well as the two blood beasts for Fiara and Casimir in in your sight now. Um, They are right at the edge of that light. Okay. Yeah, you give me that, like, fist bump, and I say, target battles are the rest are scum. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Alrighty, so next we have the rats. Um, rats. They are the rats. Bringing it back to the rats. 
Let's bring it back to basics. The flipping bat is just a giant rat. It's the rat king. Codex, you do hear like the the like snarling and gnashing of the rats in the background. As you, if you take a quick glance behind you, you do see like shadows moving cl- closer towards you, and probably like you know whiffs of tails and such. Um, they are coming close. The vampires turns for Shay, Issa, and Wash. You watch as. It looks like the the unnamed vampires that you don't know, they seem to like stay in the same vicinity of Balthazar as you watch Celia, Bryson, and Cranar all like kind of like lock eyes to you three and down to get towards you. Cranar and Bryson are a little bit further back. Celia is on the edge of the roof that she was on closest to Shay, as she is going to try to hit you. Command me the string quartet is just playing battle music. I know, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> They're back there with logos. You kind of watch as Celia kind of like says, fun and games all until you die. As you see like this purple kind of like sickly black and purple like Eldritch Blast appears in her hands and then she mm. points it at Shade to hit. Will a 18 hit you? It will, but I'm going to reaction uncanny dodge. Gotcha. Broke. Uh, alrighty, that'll be in total. Uh, that'll be 15 uh, force damage, but you will only take 7 Got as it. you then get pushed back 10 feet. I think as I still have my bow up, she, I'm still looking at her and I see her dash and then it's the center of her sternum, like right below her stone. And <laughs> throws it back and she does the same exact like sickly smile that Celia did. Got it. Alright. Um, I like this rivalry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You look as, like, for the two of you, you see Cranar kind of, like, look towards the rats that are close to him. They're not very far from him. And he just says, Feast. Um, and you watch as the rats, like, pop out of existence. I hate him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like mm-hmm. that one. Don't like it. He's my he's my best friend. What are you talking about? That's my best friend. <laughs> At a moment in the woods. Trainer, come on! And then, in an exact moment, you watch as the three rats in the dim light appear around Shay, Issa, and Wash. Each one's gonna hit you. Oh! I'm immediately at Chatbrook. Okay. (laughs) Am I at disadvantage? No, because you're in dim light. Mm -hmm. Okay. You're welcome. 12? That will miss as it hits you for a natural 20. Oh, oh God. God. Uh, it'll God hit. It. It'll hit uh, Isa for a twenty-two. Well, yeah. And then Shay for a seventeen. Twenty-two. Meets a pizza. Okay. You watch as they both kind of. They are the, the three of them kind of like appear, and you watch as they all kind of like like their their necks crack and their their jaw opens as they then like launch towards your necks. Um, watch. That'll be. 21 uh, piercing. Are you sure this is a balanced fight? <laughs> it's not. I never do a balanced You know, I asked combat last night. They did not answer. Yeah. Uh, Issa. Yeah. Eight damage. Nice. Balanced for me. <laughs> is balanced for me. Five, two, seven, t- ten. Ten piercing. Yeah. All right. That is LeVamp's turns. Um, <laughs> Terrence. Bam. <laughs> you're gonna put more light in the light that's already there. That's fine. I'm gonna move. Like, are you gonna attach it to it all? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say um, he's gonna like hook it. Uh, if it's anything like this lamp that I have here, it has like a little hook. That's your bonus section. Yeah. Um, to just say bam, or to tie it to myself. There are only two things I was going to do this round. I take. I take because your free action can say it, right? Yeah. 
Uh, well, I don't know. Well, yeah, I'd say a back activation word would have to be like a free action. Yeah. But if your free action, you're also interacting with an object is a free mm -hmm. action, so that means that the next one would say it has to be a bonus action. Gotcha. So, yeah, it's just going to be like hooked on his belt. Okay. Probably There's probably like a carabiner or something right, right, right. that he attaches to it, so it doesn't well, 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 like... A thing, a little jiggly thing. And then he's going to use his full action to pop out to Serum's... Noted. Yes, I'm going to move. Um, just your full distance? Yeah, I'm going to move. My f it's 40 feet, just to meet up with the conglomerate. Gotcha. You would be you would be in dim light, but because you said bam, uh, you now have your own torchlight that's out. Yeah. You're about 10 feet from Shay. She's like right in front of you, being attacked by a rat. So it probably goes in the order of like him hooking it to his belt. Bam, and then taking his two <laughs> serums and like pow. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, because he's taking two at once um, to initiate it. Like he's never done that before. Like he's taken two at once, like after it. But it's almost like you blink and he's Terry. Like it is so such a like quick, quick like build up that like it's because it's um, two immediately into the rage. So it is going to be like there's less of like the like jolting of his arms and legs it's just like like immediate buildup and he's gonna like crack his neck and just start booking it and like stare down and book it towards everyone else gotcha already um probably yell like <laughs> from behind you one you do hear what sounds like the undead army approaching as well as you start to hear uh orders from you're assuming must be volgard mm. Great. Top of the round. Ew, why are they here? They're, they're, what? Okay, you don't want, do you not want help? Do you want I mean, help? I do want help. I'm oh, just I'll kidding. take the help. Yeah. Okay, they leave. They go, okay, help. he doesn't want our help. So <laughs> yeah. we're you know what? Just kidding. AFAB. All the lords are bastards. Yeah, yeah true. I'll take their help. But <laughs> yeah. All right, so. Top of the round, Codex. How about how about does everybody look in the, their cluster? I know people just got hit. Yeah, none of us look great. <laughs> I look fine. I say Wash probably got hit the most, but I did get hit twice. <laughs> True. I was okay. almost a third of my uh, health. Damn. Yeah. As Terry gets there with the light and kind of like lights up my world, um, <laughs> I can finally like assess and see. Um, she's going to keep moving, but as she moves, she's going to cast something. Um, and basically, she has to. She has Warcaster, so she can do. She's figured out a way to do like the hand gestures for spells just while holding her swords. Um, hello, Naruto fans. Um, but so she does, <laughs> she basically does the symbols and, and she speaks a word that it sounds like her voice entwined with just like some weird, like guttural animal growl as she says wither. Um, and she clinks her sword off the ground and this like energy surges from her hand into the ground and like, it looks like a thorn divine weaves through the ground and hits the center of the area around the cluster of rats and all of our, my homies that are there. It's a 20-foot sphere. I would like to hit his, all of the rats and get at least wash in that area. Uh, is this wither and bloom? How, mm -hmm. yes. how, how far is it? Six. Sorry, how far can you cast it? I have 60 feet, but its, it's effect is a 20-foot diameter, 10-foot radius sphere. 10-foot radius? Yes, it'll hit everybody but Terrence. Incredible. Every enemy in that area has to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, that is a, a, a 7, a 3, and a 15. 
They all fail. Wow. So all of them, and I'm assuming they might have resistance to this, but it's fine. They're all going to take nine necrotic damage. Um, as all of the vegetation that's in that area just withers and turns to like ash. And all of the energy that is sapped from these rats, kind of like the vines kind of like converge into one spot and they form this flower. And as the flower opens up, energy hits wash. Um, and it's going to heal you. You can use one hit die to heal yourself. And you're also going to gain my spell casting ability modifier. So eight plus whatever you roll. Nice. Nice. Yeah, so oh, yeah. you watch you watch as there is a tree that's right by one of these fountains, because you guys are really close to the fountain right now. Uh, you watch as, like, from the mulch that it's planted in, you watch as, like, vines kind of crawl out of it and affect these rats and wash that way. Awesome. How much damage do they take? Nine necrotic damage. Nine, okay. How much did you heal? I healed 15. Woohoo! Let's go. Nice. Get it, get it. Almost all of your... Yeah, almost. No, it was a not crit. And that was a second level spell. All right, tell, tell me, me what happens with the rats. To all of them? Yeah. There's, there's three. Listen, I'm going to say this right now, and no one can meta this because you don't, no one except maybe Codex knows this right now. The rats are from Cranor. Yeah, like like I described, like these vines, the, the vine kind of like snakes through the cobblestone, and it's just like a hot pink. It doesn't even look like it's interacting with the ground. And it like phases through... And it just spears up, like, three, like, twines spear up through the ground into these rats and then rip them down. And as they get ripped into the ground, they just dissipate. And then that energy kind of surges out and goes over wash. And when your wounds heal, it's like runes kind of form and then seal them up. It's similar to when she healed herself that one time with with her own thing. Do they, like, disintegrate? What happens to them? That's what I said. They, like, get ripped and they just kind of, like, explode. Yeah, you, yes. so like you kind of watch as they like, kind of get infected, as they just explode. And when they explode, they explode. You you are like probably all bracing the front of getting viscera thrown all at you as it just is like ash hits your face. Oh my eyes! <laughs> are you running up to them? Uh, I was on my way there. So after that spell happens, so there's an order of operations here. I said I was moving as I was casting it. I probably get about ten feet as I cast it. Um, that is a second level spell. And I do wild magic search. I rolled a six. The counter was at seven. Oh my. Do you want me to roll uh, or do you roll? I, I rolled a 53. I, I just rolled it because I, I know you got a lot going on with all the enemies and everything. Yeah, that's fine. So as as that spell goes off and like wash heals, she's like on her way there. And like, it's probably like the vines kind of start twisting back to like go back to her. And she like reabsorbs the energy. And as it hits her, there's like this snapping sound as like a, just a shock wave like explodes out and all <laughs> windows and doors within 60 feet fly open <laughs> so to, to codex's yes. left and people in that conglomeration's right you see t- the two buildings that are on that side just those two are affected because that's how close it is and the other ones are too far away you watch as the yeah. building that celia is on and the one like in front of her or directly to your, your right in the conglomeration it's just like <laughs> and probably celia's like it kind of she kind of probably shakes and looks down at what the fuck is going on <laughs> Yeah, she, she probably, like, almost trips herself up when that, like, snap happens. And then she... Oh, I'll deck save. Let's see if she does. Oh, shit. That's cock. That's a cock. That's an extra 20, so no, she's fine. <laughs> Damn it, this, I, I never roll on this one because it's opaque. I only keep it because it matches the, the, the D100. I only, keep it, I only keep it here because you're pretty. Yeah. <laughs> you look at Celia, almost, like, trips off, but she kind of, like, catches herself. And, like, now you see, like, as she was focused on Shay, she's kind of, like, scanning over to where the fuck that came from. And she probably sees the, like lightning kind of you know like almost like retract back into you mm-hmm. i'm not even gonna look at her 
<laughs> I'm going to move my remaining 20 feet to get as close as I can to the homies, and then I think that's my turn. I don't I don't really have a bonus action I want to do right now. Gotcha. You get just to the edge of the, the dim light rim of Terrence's lamp. Cool. The closest person to you is Wash. He's about 10 feet. And then everyone is behind. Yeah, as, as she gets up, she's like, you good? Yeah, thanks. Yeah. All right, Wash. Yeah, the only things you see are, are you see Fiara and Kaz running forward, which those are kind of your only anchors of, of where to go if you want to follow them. And you see Celia at the top of that roof. Everything else is dark. Yeah, I, I'm going to keep moving forward. Okay, are you dashing? Um, no, no. Mm-hmm. Since Codex is close enough, I'm not going to be dead sprinting. So how far are you going? Uh, 30 feet. 30 feet? All right. You're kind of rushing behind Casimir um, directly, and at that point, you'll see the uh, you'll still see Celia by your side on, on the on the rooftop, and you'll see Craner on like on the plaza floor, as well as you see Bryson, who is like straddling the top of like very gargoyle vampire style, straddling the top of that uh, statue that marks the huge sundial. He's like right in front of you. Craner is more diagonal from you. Are either of them within thirty feet? No. Damn. The closest okay. thing to you. Uh, is is Celia? She's thirty feet. Well, she's thirty feet and then up, so more, because Mr. Pythagoras. So I'm going to, if anything comes within, if any and hostile enemy comes within thirty feet of me, I'm going to do throw the gauntlet, which is essentially casting compelled duel. Yes, excellent. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Noted. Alrighty, uh, we are now at Shay. Alrighty, so we can only see Celia, yeah. Um, yes, you can only see Celia, and then you see, you see Casimir and Fiara in your, and Wash ahead, as well as the rest of the conglomeration. I'm gonna shoot at her again. Nat 20! Let's go! Damage? Yeah. Um, that's max damage. Nice! So that's 20 points of damage. 20 points of damage, alrighty. Um, I think after she got pushed back moved up as far as she could to get a better aim at her. I think along with all of that, there's not the green flash in her eyes, but there's mm-hmm. definitely like smoke tendrils kind of raised from her tattoos again as she just focuses dead on probably heart directly yeah. towards Celia's heart okay. and lets it loose. I want to bonus action kind of duck behind a tree out of her eye line. <laughs> gotcha, okay. Um, do you want to go, do you want to stay in the light or do you want to go under one of the, uh, like, uh, there are trees. I don't think I've gone dark. marches. Uh, you watch as Fiara and Kaz will, they're going to actually, when they see, like, they're dashing forward right in front of you, Wash. When they see Bryson on top of the statue, they're going to, like, quick dip the other way, even though they said they were going to go there. They don't want to get involved in the fight necessarily in that way. So they're, they're dipping into, like, the more corner of a couple buildings over there to get, to get out of Bryson's sight, potentially. And then you hear... Israel and Cower kind of like rush behind you as they're flanking you on either side when you start running. So they run past Codex. And that is their turn. Issa. Um, yeah, I think I'm just going to keep following. Or, okay, I'll do, um, Shade, you got this. To the darkness. <laughs> yeah, Shade's gone. Through the darkness that both of us can see through. Nods. Okay. And then <laughs> she's going to go, quote, like slowly. So I think she's going to take her first initial, like 30 feet, just to see if she can she reveals anyone else like in her sight within your sight when you you'll be right behind you'll be right between codex and wash you will see only cranar and celia okay how far is cranar for me cranar is exactly 60 feet 60 feet okay i am going to keep pace with wash so 
that's what I'm gonna do. All right, Israel will probably give you give you give you room to stand next to Wash as they kind of like back out to be flanking you both on either side. Oh, that's so cute. Cool. Yeah, I think I'll ready a um, shield of faith if Wash gets hit or targeted. If Wash gets targeted, um, I will cast shield of faith on Wash. Alrighty, one. Alrighty. Um... I'm going to move my way more center just to get the light more centered for everyone, hoping that helps. Uh, and as I'm like kind of moving my way downtown, walking fast... How far are you going? 30, I'm going to go my 30. Okay, 30 you will get you just next to Terrence. I'll take a ticket. What I'm going to do is while I'm going, I look down to V2, and I'm like, let's show them what we've been working on. Operation Big Boy. As she goes and like she kind of like moves her arm over her armor and like a little bit of just the energy kind of like feeds into her hand as she kind of like flicks it at him, casting enlarge reduce. But I'm going to enlarge my boy. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's the big red dog right now, and he gets a additional one d four to his attack rolls. If I don't see anybody, I'm just gonna have him stay by my side to protect me. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. You're flanked by two big boys. Two big boys. I um, want to ride him. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe later. <laughs> Maybe later, buddy. Ten mounted confidence. Um. All right. So, who do I want to go for? You watch as Bryson, probably at the top of that statue. He kind of like lets up this like <laughs> as he like hisses and almost like spits in the air. Basically, almost looks like like darkness comes out of his his mouth as you watch the the four or two on either side vampire spawns, they will come down close to him. Uh, they're still not right next to him, but they're closer now coming towards you guys as Bryson will then dash right in front of you two. He'll be about how, what's, what was the distance? 30 feet. Yep, he will be in 5, 10, 15. So that'll or work. It would be wisdom save for... Wisdom save? Yeah. Sure hope it's not a great one. Let's see. How wise is this man? Yeah. This very old creature. Twelve. Ooh, he fails. Okay. Nice. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> Good. So, um, as soon as he pops in, Wash flicks his cigarette at his face and says, uh, your mind. Um, so bitch. <laughs> so, <laughs> you attempt, like... <laughs> the description is you attempt to compel a creature into duel. One creature that you can see within range must make a wisdom saving throw. Yep. On a failed save, the creature is drawn to you, compelled by your divine demand. For the duration, it has disadvantage on attack rolls against creatures other than you. It must make a wisdom saving throw each time it attempts to move to a space that is more than 30 feet away from me. If it succeeds that saving throw, the spell doesn't restrict the target's movement for that turn. You watch as Bryson takes off his jacket to kind of reveal like he's not wearing anything underneath, and he is much larger than oh, he looked I... like he was. So he is very Dorito bodied up. He has a thin, an itty bitty waist, but he has a huge fucking body, um, which looks to be like it was almost like, is that? Did he magically hide that? Like, cause he looks, he looks almost like he grows too. He looks now he's about like eight feet tall, and you watch as he kind of like cracks his knuckles. Statue to statue, let's see you crumble. Um, yes. And he is going to. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know what I want to do with him. He says, looking around, she's like, "Am I the only one hearing this?" <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> Bryson. There's some epic stuff happening. He <laughs> just sits down and pulls out some popcorn. I'm like, this is gonna be good. Oh my god. <laughs> he's going. He's going to let out his like hand and his other one, and he kind of just watches his. It's not his nails, but his fingers grow. Ew. 
Uh. <laughs> I'm ready when you are. He's holding an action. Um, You're about to get fingered. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! Go to jail! <laughs> jail! Cranor kind of like, he watches like, he almost like slinks through the shadows as he comes up to the both of you. Cranor kind of appears and goes, <laughs> Mr. Rabbit. Um, and you watch as he kind of like opens his sleeves as rats pop out. For this. God damn it, Cranor. He's got a rat gun. <laughs> he's got a rat gun. It's, it's a t-shirt cannon. It's like a t-shirt cannon. <laughs> yes. Cut to Cranor prepping for the fight. <laughs> this is gonna get him. It's like a musket where you have to like pound the city rabbit. <laughs> it's it's horrible. I'm picturing like a t-shirt cannon like at a basketball game. It's just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we don't make fun of the bad guys, then we'll be too scared to fight them. <laughs> uh, so you watch as the. Two of them, um, Cranor's gonna like kind of move right next to Bryson as two of them go right in front of Bryson and Cranor, and the other two that pop out flank uh, right in front of Israel and Cower. And they are also going to like grit their teeth but not do anything. Hey, Israel and Cower are not gonna do anything? It's not their turn. The rats are gonna grit their teeth and not do anything. Celia is gonna like kind of like look around and kind of find Shay, just like kind of smile. Shay, if you see her through the, um, the the trees, you watch as she kind of like looks down to her her shoulder, and she kind of like takes a piece of her hair, and she kind of like traces it along the scar as it goes away, and she looks like she heals a bit. Mm. She is then going to like look around, kind of like almost bug-eyed. Siblings, where are you? As she then disappears, only Issa and Wash, you will see her appear within 30 feet of you both. She is on the left, closest to Casimir and Fiara. You watch as the other vampires kind of just like all stand, like almost like in this like, not exactly right next to each other. They're kind of like in a uh, outstretched, like you would be on a baseball field. Um, but they look like they're, they're, they're waiting for you to pass if you're going towards Balthazar. Balthazar's just standing there. Alrighty. Terrence. Or Terry. Terry's probably like... He's like breathing heavy, but he looks really fucking confused. He does not know where to go, and he like... If we were standing next to each other, I think he looks at you and he's like, Where do I go? Run forward. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, and he just like... Get the light like, as far as you can. Okay. And he's gonna charge... Uh, Run 40 feet forward. Before I say anything, I'm going to reset your lights because this is stupid and I can't reset it. Okay, so you run up right next to Codex. You will see in dim light, just the conglomeration in front of you. You do not see anything past that. When I was running forward, did I pass by any of the trash cans that are kind of... Uh, no, unfortunately. You're, you actually are pretty close to one. Um, I can see one? You can see one to, off to your right. You're about 25 feet from it. But it is veering off to the right instead of the group in front of you. That's fine. He has a he's rubbing his little beans together and he's like, I have an idea. So he's gonna run to the trash can. So you're, gonna, so you're gonna you're using your action to dash? Yeah. And then And then as a free action, action to pick it I'm up. just gonna pick up the lid. Like as not the whole the, trash the can. I feel like the the, the lid. The lid. The lid. The lid. The lid. Let me reset the, the light real quick. I wish I could drag drawings, but apparently I can't. Yeah, that's weird that you can't. Yeah, he's just there making readying his next. He's not a lot of things, but he's there. 
He's holding it like a shield. He's definitely just gonna hit people with it. <laughs> yes. Okay, Captain America. <laughs> oh, did you just pick up the lid? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna pick up the we lid. We literally had the whole bit and I didn't yeah. even put it together. <laughs> what? Oh, I, slept I was actually thinking You're gonna hate I don't think there is I don't think there is a lid. It's just like an open basin. So you can pick it up. Yeah. It's sure. just metal. Yeah. Is that fine? Yeah, I was gonna use it as an improvised weapon. Whether it was the lid that's like yeah, I you have to pick up. Yeah, trash. you'd have to pick up. You you could so you can pick up like the entire basin of this thing. There's no like trash can lid. Yeah. Listen, it, it's it's, it's more modern fantasy, but it's not that modern. Okay. He's probably gonna pick it up just like with one hand and like hold it over his shoulder. If Terry's going past her and you have the light, she's just gonna be like, "Get me as much light on them as you can," and she'll like point towards where you, you've now revealed like. Oh, yeah. if you point me, once I grab that, if you point me in a direction, I will just go there. Like, on my oh, next perfect. turn. Yeah. So. No, you can still yeah. go. So you did 25 feet, you picked it up, and you can still move. So 25 feet. Oh, yeah, so I can still move. 15 left. 15. So I will move 15 direction, 15 feet in the direction that Codex pointed. Oh, good. So you just want me to reset your light again? Here, why not? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Sorry. No, it's okay. I just don't know why I can't carry it. Terry right. is basically a flashlight that will kick ass for you. I so love just it. tell me where to go, yeah. tell me who to hit, and tell me where you want light, because he's a big freaking target at this point. Yeah. I can, uh, I'm in my second, my second, I can do a single unarmed strike as a bonus action. That's true, that's true, you're right. So if I'm next to the rat, I'm just gonna kick it, you know, I'm like, kick it, rats! <laughs> Alright, uh, roll, roll the hit. Put it over and then, like, put your hand on the lid. <laughs> There is no lid. <laughs> no, I know. I flip like, it upside down and just oh, turn yeah. the other dude. Just sit on the bottom. Yeah, so it can't fly away. Yes. Yeah. Well, seventeen to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Noise. Noise. And I'm just using my foot. That is eleven. Thirteen damage to thirteen damage. Yeah. Nice. Okay. okay. Um. Tell me what happens to the rat. Cool. I actually, because it's bludgeoning damage, I, kick, I can move the target five feet. So I just kick it in. Like, you kick I it up? Punt, yeah, I kick it up. <laughs> I kick it up and out. I like punt that bitch across the football. Yeah, you watch as it, as, it, as it flies up for a second and then you just see like, it like kind of just like, as you see like, from when it gets kicked up, you're like, is it moving and that's why it looks, oh no, it's bent. I bend it. I look at Codex and I I'm give a bend it. <laughs> bend it with Terry. Bend it with your next action, yeah. next attack, be to pick up a rat, bend it, and then set it back down. <laughs> I'm not broken, just bent. Yeah, exactly. So, you can say get bent. As Wait, I do! <laughs> Codex a thumbs up and I'm like, get bent. <laughs> so, by this point, you all start to hear the groanings louder of the undead, and you start to look around you, and you can start to see them all coming in. There's about five, not really right behind you, but they're getting into your light area, their dim light area one, uh, as well as one that's coming out of the alleyway. There are two that are coming off the alleyway that you can't hear but, or see fully, but you do see the lights through like the brush of the tree that they're underneath. Uh, Shay, two come towards you. Uh, they're not close enough for you yet. You could hit them on your turn. And then, Looking forward into the darkness, you'll see their pinlight eyes kind of like closer towards the graduation hall itself. Mm. Issa. Right. Roll a perception check. No, oh, no. Yep, let's do oh. it. Let's do it. I only got an 18, so maybe I won't see. Only. The weird fact that you had to be asked to roll perception, I think we all know where this One that is about. So, Shay, you have two close to you. you have one that's yeah. 10 feet from you, and you have one that's 20 feet from you. The one that is 20 feet from you is a tall elf. Looks like he's in kind of like leather armor, 
Um, the armor you don't recognize, uh, but you do recognize his longer hair that's in a messy bun and his jaw that is kind of falling out as you see the undead version of Guy, your dead lover. He is off to your right. He is exactly 50 feet from you. Shay is close to him. Shay doesn't know who he is. But. That's, what... that's great to know, thank you. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> so, top of the round, Codex. This is a very rare chance that something will happen, but I just want to know. I'm going to cast Chaos Bolt at Cranor. Excellent. Excellent. What do I have to roll? Uh, I have to roll a ranged attack. Woo! That's a 19 for a 27 to hit. Oh. I'm not even going to check the stat block. Yep. Okay. I roll 1d8 to determine what type of damage. This is going to be thunder. Um, and then if I roll a double, if I roll another eight on my other d8, this will jump to another target. It's a three. Fuck. Um, so he is going to take eight, nine, ten, eleven. He's going to take 12 thunder damage as she just yells, Cranor! <laughs> just like throws like this thunderbolt like straight at him and it just arcs, hits him and then explodes on him. Yeah, so probably like hits his face and you just watch as he kind of like rabbit. As he's going to like look over at you probably through washing Issa, he'll see you between his like very bright white eyes will lock yours um, between washing Issa. Since it's Chaos Bowl, it it, as it like arcs at him it seems to shift between multiple like elements because it kind of just doesn't pick until impact gotcha so it goes from like like a cold to a fire and then when it hits him it's just electricity or, or sorry it's thunder uh she kind of like hesitates for a second uh just because she just surged and everything is fine because i rolled high so it's now up to a two <laughs> already wash cool i'm gonna preface this and apologize to isa and the two blood beasts okay um, Wash is going to look over to Cranor uh, and say, you're next. And then uh, he just radiant, consumes, radiant Consumption. What do I have to do for that? Uh, nothing. It's just now uh, 10 feet uh, radius bright light around me, 10 feet dim light further. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. Yes, sorry. sorry. Do I have any light spells? <clears throat> Let's see. Can you cast light? I'm going to cast fairy fire. I love circles. <laughs> you know, this cast dancing lights. Cast dancing lights and Mine's a cube. Every time. Mine's a cube. So it'll be a different shape. <laughs> 20 foot radius. Holy shit. You will then see in the dim light of yours, Celia, as well as part of the, one of the other vampire spawns on the very edge, closest to where uh, Casimir and Fiara are off to your like diagonal left. Okay. Um, so that's my action. I'm not really going to move. Any damage from that, or just like... Yeah, at the end of my turn, they take half my level in Radiant damage. Everybody in the, within range? Everyone within 10 feet of me. It'll hit everybody but Bryson, Cranor, and Codex within that conglomeration. Um, so they all take four Radiant damage. Dang, okay. His head kind of like drops back and light shoots out of his eyes, that same like kind of wispy, burning <laughs> excellent, light. Excellent, excellent. It's so cool. You look like the avatar. The rats are still good. You watch the cat, like, singe from it for a second. Mm -hmm. For Radiant Terrence and Issa. Shay, so you have your undead on your right, and then you have your full friends on the left. Now, within within the dim light, you can see Celia on the on the opposite side of the conglomeration. Got it. Um, Shay is going to... If I can get towards the conglomeration with a dash, I'll do that. Yeah, you can. They're well within dash range. Okay. So you actually have extra movement. 
Great. Um, I am, as she's dashing, both daggers are going to appear and she's going to throw one at each of the rats. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, do you want to get in with melee range or do you want to just, you can, you can, you can, I can be throw within by, 20 feet. You can, yep. yeah. Do you yeah, want to yeah. get with the melee range or do you want to be within, uh, like, do you want to flank next to Cowra and Terry? You I want right to flank. There. Noted. So nobody is stepping in there. That's fine. Yep. All right. So she is now right behind, or right next to Terry, right next to Cowra. Uh, one was a... 26 to hit. We'll the hit. other was a 14. 14 will hit. Sweet. Uh, we'll say 7 damage for the first one, whichever one it hits. And then it's 5 for the other one. They're yep. both still up, but they are looking really bad. Nice. The Martas, you kind of watch as like you hear Celia go, Siblings! And Fiar and Kaz both turn. You watch as they both turn to look at Celia. And f- then... Fiara and Casimir kind of turn to each other for a second and see this is what? Lost for words. You and me. I guess I can do it, says Casimir. And he watches Casimir just kind of like, he takes his, his shawl um, and he's going to hand it to Fiara as he's just wearing like this very tight black, um, almost like a, like a turtle neck black that goes all the way up to his wrists that have the, or his hands yes. that have like the, Love it. the yep. like whatever, the things that they go through the middle finger is very hot and sexy. And he... He like dashes to Celia, and then he's gonna he's gonna try to grapple her. So let's see if he does. By the throat. He does. Nice. Yeah, you watch as let's go, Kaz. You watch as Celia's a little bit taller than him too. Kaz is about probably like five, ten, eleven, just shy of six foot, maybe six foot. And Celia's about six one. Um, and you watch as Casimir just like kind of like like within a blink of a flash like grabs her throat and then just like lifts her up and looks at looks at her like deadpans and fiara continues to run and you watch as she like runs to the corner of one of the buildings that's nearest to where balthazar is um and you can see in her in her right she kind of stuffs casimir's it's like like one of those like half cloak things yes shoves it into her bag and she pulls out the, the book and puts it in her right hand yeah isa yeah okay uh she is distracted by guy but i think before she heads over that way, she's going to take two swings on Cranar. All right. As you make your way to Cranar, you will walk into both ranges of the, of the rats who have been holding their actions as they will launch to attack you. Well, they're not missing anyone. The highest I got was a 14. No. Okay. You watch as they both kind of launch as you push them off and you get right up to Cranar. And I think I've met you. Hi, I'm Isa. And then I want to take two swings. Hi, I'm Isa, and then I take two swings with my great axe, um, and I'm just gonna try to hit him in the chest. Noted. Roll to hit. That's so funny. Hi, I'm Shelly. Hi. <laughs> Love her. My first one was only a 16 to hit. That will hit. Oh, cool. And then the second one was a 20. Not natural. Yep, both will hit. Mod 20, and I'll do a divine smite on one of them. Noted. Uh, 24 slashing, and then. Uh, 18 radiant. Damn. How much altogether? Or 18 and 24, so... So, uh, 32, 42. Hell yeah. Hell yeah! What I'll say is Cranor is now bleeding. Tell me how he started to bleed. I think her first hit was a regular axe hit, and then... You probably, you probably, like, hit him and he kind of... (laughs) Oh, you're gonna have to do much better than that, sweetheart. Okay. And then she hits him again, like... (laughs) The, like, top of the near his neck, and, like, there's a explosion of blue arcane energy, probably, as it hits into his skin, and it probably, like, crackles through the injury. You, you kind of watch as it hits his neck, and it kind of cleaves into him a bit, 
Um, he's like, <laughs> as you hit him, and then you see that the the arcane uh, blast that you did, it starts to like crawl through. Probably the first slash, you kind of cut some of his shirt, so you can see is like a little bit of his exposed chest. And then when you slash again there, uh, you see what looks like the blue arcane flows through parts of his veins, and they explode. <gasps> and he's like bleeding. He's like. <sighs> Um, that much better? <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, it's Balthazar's turn, but he'd just be doing what he'd be doing. Oh, I'm not done. Oh, that's <laughs> Great. Yeah, I rolled really low on my, <laughs> am I going to stay and fight next to Wash? Uh, and I am going to Misty Step and close. I'll get it within 20 feet of the two undead. So you can Misty Step immediately to 15 feet of Guy. No, oh, well, okay, then I will just do that. Before that happens, uh, as you try to Misty Step out, uh, which I'm going to ask you to describe what it looks like, he like tries to swipe and grab you, and he says, you're not going anywhere, bitch. Um, for 22. Ooh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that'll hit. That'll be 12 slashing. He probably just, like, nicks her with that, and she's like, I am. And then she just disappears, and, like, just, like, it's kind of, like, static blue arcane energy, I think. Like, I don't want to take Codex's thing, but it's just, it's just one of those, like, it's like something's on the fritz, like, you know, you're, like, walking through 20th century, uh, like, I don't know. And there's, like, smiths and stuff, and it's just, like, the... Do you know what I'm talking about? I can't describe oh, yeah. it. Is it like yeah. a glitch almost? Like, it kind of like... Kind of, I'm like the sparks that fly when you're like in a forge or something. It's like oh. that, but like it's blue. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay, we got there. As you get within 20 feet of him within this light, Issa, you do notice immediately like this is... That's Guy. There was probably a hint of doubt that maybe it's not him, but there's no denying it now. It's It's him. And he looks... The undead almost look, when they're moving, like they're in pain. His jaw is a little dislodged, his hair is messy, but still in the bun that you remember it that same day. And now at a closer look, you see his arm is almost, his like bicep is crushed in, as well as one of his legs is crushed in, like his thigh. Almost like you're seeing parts of the things that might have killed him. As he kind of lurches towards you as well, you do notice it looks like part of his back was ripped out. You kind of get frozen in a moment of seeing who used to be the love of your life in this pained, undead state of just desolate sadness. And since this is a long fight, we will pick up here next time. See you then. The Table is Yours releases episodes in video and podcast format every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific. You can follow The Table is Yours everywhere by the handle at T-T-I-Y-D-N-D. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you at the table next time.